Yes, it is another edition of Mile High Magazine, and I am Murphy Houston. Happy Sunday, everybody. Hope you're having a great morning in Colorado, a beautiful spot to be for Sunday morning. And joining me right now for my great place, Dumb Friends League of Colorado, or Denver, or just Dumb Friends League, whatever you like to call it, is Adrienne Glazer, the content and communication specialist. Adrienne, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine to talk about the Dumb Friends League. And I don't know how this could possibly be, but there might be some that don't know what the Dumb Friends League is about and how you're serving the community. So why don't you kind of explain all of that? Sure. So the Dumb Friends League uh, is the largest independent, nonprofit, community-based animal shelter here in the Rocky Mountain region. Um, We care for more than 21,000 homeless pets and horses each year. Um, and what that means is we provide, you know, life-changing services for these pets that come to the shelters every day, uh, whether that be medical treatment, behavior training, foster care, um, just essentially to find the loving homes that they all deserve. So that's kind of us in a nutshell. We have five locations, soon to be six. We have the Leslie A. Malone Center here on Quebec, which is our main shelter um, and lost and found et cetera, et cetera, uh, services here. This is, that's kind of our headquarters. We also have the Buddy Center in Castle Rock, uh, which is another location for adoptions and lost and found services, among others. Uh, we, we have Harmony Equine Center, which is in Franktown, uh, Colorado. We opened a new location actually in Alamosa. So we have the San Luis Animal Center in Alamosa. Um, we have our Dumb Friends League Veterinary Hospital at Yuma. And which is a spay and neuter clinic as well as access to care veterinary hospital. Um, and then it kind of along those same lines, we have the Dumb Friends League Veterinary Hospital at CSU Spur, which is a mouthful, and um, that's opening in January. And so that location will be very similar to the veterinary hospital at Yuma. Um, it will be another donor subsidized clinic, uh, but this will be different and that it'll feature a one of a kind public-facing educational space. That's what CSU Spur is all about. Um, It's going to be very hands-on learning. People will be able to view, actually, surgeries that are happening at that location um, that will be at the National Western Center CSU Spur. So that's January 2022. You guys are out of control growing. I mean, it seems like in the last three or four years, it's just exploded. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. It is. Um, and I mean, in the best way, that's so oh, much. Yeah. Of, I know that was a mouthful that I just mentioned, but, um, you know, so much of that is new as of recently. And of course, we just underwent our major expansion here at the Leslie A. Malone Center. So we're excited to be able to reach more communities and, and more pets. I'll tell you, I was just down there at the uh, Malone Center, which used to be the Quebec Street Shelter for many, many years, until you did mm-hmm. this remodel job, which is finally finished after, what, maybe a, over a year, for sure. Wasn't it over finally a year? finished. Yeah. And I was yep. down there picking up uh, some of the auction items I had at Lulu's Barbecue, the big fundraiser we did a couple of weeks ago. And I hadn't been down there for a while, so I thought, I'm just going to walk around. And, of course, I got mm-hmm. a tour. It is unbelievable. It's incredible what you're doing for those animals. Yeah, it's, I mean, the new facility is really, it's, I'm glad you got a chance to see it. Um, it's truly impressive. You know, our pets are able to live their best lives here until they ultimately um, can find a home, you know, with a loving family. But we try to make their time here at the league as, as nice and as natural of a transition as we possibly can. 
Well, what I thought amazing, and maybe you could explain this because I didn't quite understand it. I went down the uh, row where all the dogs are because I'm a dog lover. In fact, we've adopted, I think, five dogs from you guys over the years. Oh, wow. So, you know, we're kind of looking around. And uh, the glass on the cages where they're not even cages, the rooms that they're in, the bottom part is like frosted and the top part is clear. Yeah. Why why is that? That's one of the many features, um, you know, of, of our dog section is that, like, the glass where you're talking about it kind of, it's almost like a curved line. Yeah, the, it is. The, and, and so what that does is it helps keep the dogs. Um, it gives them privacy if they would like it. And it's kind of, if you can picture this and I know you've seen it, but opposite sides across the hallway um, that curved part that comes up is opposite on one side from the other so that they don't have to stare at the dog across from them. Um, you know, the whole time that they're, that they're with us and other features of, Our dog kennels include um, heated floors. A lot of them have nice, calming music that plays inside of them, um, soundproof walls. So they're really, I mean, like you mentioned, it's it's a state-of-the-art facility, and we're so proud of it. And, um, you know, we're really thankful that we were able to, you know, to expand in that way and, and to really improve the conditions for the pets while they're here. Oh, it's amazing. And I think that also, and tell me if I'm wrong about it, I'm guessing because of that frosted glass and the dogs can't really see each other, it's less barking. It seems really quiet. Yeah, yeah, it certainly does help. Um, it's like I said, just that little bit of privacy, whether they need it from dogs or they need it from us from time to time. Um, it, it really, it, it just makes everybody's life a little bit easier because it can be it can be hard to transition sure, here sure. um you know depending where you're coming from circumstances are always different but there's a little bit of shock and definitely an adjustment period and so we try to we try to you know respect our pets and um really give them the best opportunity that we can to to like I said, live their best lives while they're here. Yeah. They find a loving family. And they look good. They look content. In fact, two of them, two of the bigger dogs, were literally in their little area, and they're laying on their back with their legs up. Like, life is not so tough. And uh-huh. I'm, I think, I should live like that. <laughs> it's pretty nice. I tell you, I'll go in there sometimes, and you hear the calming music, and it's just, it's, it's kind of a nice break for me to go yeah. downstairs from the from the um, busy offices, and you walk in their kennel, and you're like, "Man, this is yeah. this is a, this is good for me too." So, so, are the other shelters that way too? Down in the Buddy Center, are they, are they have that same effect on the animals? So, the Buddy Center um, was did not Buddy Center in Castle Rock was updated a few years ago, but not at the same time as the Leslie A. Malone Center. So it looks a little bit different, but it's smaller. It's much smaller than the Leslie A. Malone Center. Um, You don't have the kennels across from each other like we do here. Um, So they've kind of, they've got their own. Little privacy thing going on. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's good. So, um, so yeah. I, I wanted to ask about the two veterinary clinics, especially the one the one in, already here in town, the one that's going to be uh, opening in January. Now, if sure. if you don't have a pet from the uh, Dumb Friendsley, can you bring in your pet to have surgeries or have them neutered or spayed? Does, do they do that? So they do. Our um, The Dumb Friendsley Veterinary Hospital at Yuma definitely has a spay-neuter clinic. Um, we also have, it's an access to care veterinary hospital, so it's for 
pets whose caretakers may otherwise be unable to provide this care. Um, and, and that's all pets. Um, it's not necessarily pets who are adopted from the Dumb Friends League. And it'll be a similar situation with the Dumb Friends League Veterinary Hospital at CSU Spur. Um, again, that's a part of CSU Spur Project, uh, which is they're bringing three separate buildings to the National Western Center that are going to be really hands-on learning. Uh-huh. Um, we're excited to partner with them. And like I said, have a hospital that reaches that neighborhood. Um, but it's also going to have that community component uh, where visitors ranging from families to college students pursuing degrees, maybe in veterinary sciences, um, anybody who wants to can come and be a part of that process. And like I said, watch the surgeries. Um, it's pretty amazing. It, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's pretty amazing. And I thought I was also impressed, too, at the Leslie Ann Malone Center about People that have to drop a pet off or they find a pet, and if you're dropping off a loved pet for whatever reason it might be, it's very difficult. But down in that lower area and the the, the folks that work in there couldn't make that any easier. I mean, they're kind, they understand, they're no pressure. Mm-hmm. It's it, They do a good job. Absolutely, and we couldn't do it without them. Our intake team is, um, is very compassionate. Uh, we, you know, like you mentioned, that pets come to us for any number of reasons, and a lot of times... That's a very, very sensitive, you know, right. of time and subject, and it's not something that people want to do. And so, um, like you mentioned, our intake team really takes that to heart and, um, you know, works with every situation. Yeah, they do. I'm sure they yeah. see some real tough situations at times down there. It has to be that way. Yeah. No, I know yeah. there's a big adoption special going on. Talk about that. What is, what is, what's happening over there at the Dumb Friends League? Yeah, absolutely. So we are um, currently running, we're, we've joined with NBC for their annual uh, Clear the Shelters event. So what that is, like I said, it's an annual month-long nationwide pet adoption campaign. So there are lots of other shelters participating. Um, our goal is to have 1,910 adoptions. We started on August 23rd. This will run through September 19th, which is a Sunday. That's a week from today. So um, the goal, you might wonder why 1,910. Well, we were founded in 1910. Oh, I was going to ask you why that was such a different number. (laughs) Pretty specific, huh? (laughs) Yeah. So that's, um, and that we're, I'm sorry, our locations who are participating in that special are the Leslie A. Malone Center, the Buddy Center in Castle Rock, in the San Luis Animal Center in Alamosa. So what this special is, is we are currently offering 50% off of all adoptable pets. That includes dogs, cats, small mammals, which could be bunnies, guinea pigs, hamsters, you name it. Um, Additionally, we're waiving adoption fees completely for all seniors and all veterans. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, and that's, like I said, that's through September 19th. And then on Saturday, September 18th, that's kind of going to be our big special day where we will also be waiving the fee for everyone for our top 10 longest day cats and dogs. So we're really looking to find some some loving homes for them. And, of course, there's, you know, we're waiving the fees, but we're still going to have our um, adoption consultations, and we'll have our behavior staff there to really make sure that it's a good match because, you know, these are our longest days for a number of reasons, and, and they deserve 
a loving home, and um, we, we want to do everything that we can to make sure it's a great match. And that runs through September 19th? Through September 19th. Well, that's fantastic. And as far as you just brought it up, people may not know. I mean, you just don't walk in, oh, I want that dog, and you walk out the front mm-hmm. door. There's a lot more involved sure. with that adoption process, isn't there? There is. Our our wonderful adoptions team will do a, um, a consultation with you and the pets that you're interested in. Um, you know, we make sure that every potential adopting family meets the pets with an adoption counselor. We'll, pro- I mean, full transparency, we'll provide all of the background information and make sure um, make sure it's a fit. If this dog that you're looking at, um, you know, wants needs to meet other dogs or pets that may be in the family, then sure. we're going to make sure that happens. We're going to have you bring your pet in. If it needs to meet children, then we're going to make sure that, you know, that that's part of the consultation. Um, additionally, if there is, if there are any behavior concerns, we have some really, really skilled um, behavior technicians who will also come into this consultation. And again, full transparency, they will divulge that animal's background and um, just further make sure that it's a match. And if it's not a match, then that just means that, you know, that that's, may not be the pet for you, but there are lots of pets for adoption oh, there um, are. across all of our locations right, right. now. So. Now we're talking with Adrienne Glazer, who's the content and communication specialist, Dump Friendsley. Before I let you go, if you can't adopt a pet right now, what can they do to help the animals that need a home? Sure, that's a great question. So in line with, like I mentioned, our Clear the Shelters um, campaign special that we're doing right now, if you would like to make a donation, um, that can be done through the cleartheshelters.fund.org or via cleartheshelters.com. Um, or you can visit our website. That's www.ddfl.org. Um, and there you'll have the option to make a one-time donation or a monthly gift, um, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. And those donations will help provide and expand um, our comprehensive programs that heal, nurture, protect animals in our care. Yeah. One more way um, if you're not able to make a donation, we are always looking for volunteers oh, yeah. to help in a number of capacities. Uh, I mean, ranging from veterinary care to foster care, we could not do the work that we do without our compassionate volunteers. So you can find more information about that at ddfl.org as well. That's a good website, by the way, ddfl.org. Good information there. So check that out. Yeah. Well, yeah, Adrienne Glazer, we appreciate you coming on Mile High Magazine and uh, keep up the great work at the Dumb Friends League. Love that place. Of course. Thank you so much. And, um, yeah, we look forward to hopefully seeing some of you all in the next few days. That would be nice. we got the big party going on. So head on down there and find the pet that you'll love the rest of your life. It's fantastic. And thank you, guys. Mile High Magazine. Now, don't go away. We'll be right back with more.